First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Hundreds of millions of yeah. people, who, both kids and adults, who have been infected, those precious 385 uh, deaths. I even did a calculation that the uh, death rate, uh, at least in the United States, 358 uh, children under the age of uh, 20, uh, and 612,000 cases in the United States, the death rate was 0.00058%, okay? And that's with some of the data that I got, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So the leaders have to make the decisions on that, not the CDC, yep. you know? Well, and uh, and, and, and I think that's where the, uh, the surprise came when the governor announced that they wouldn't be making recommendations to schools and the problem with that um, it becomes less of a medical problem and more of a social and political problem. Uh, at least last year, the schools said, we have no choice. We have to do this. Now, every school that issues a mask mandate is going to be screamed at, threatened. I, I mean, I hope not, but it's what happened in Whitesboro. I mean, we need some leadership here. They got to step up and, and protect these schools. Well, I think that, uh, you know, democracy is a messy thing, you know, it, yeah. it really is. And uh, it, at least as far as dialogue, as long as it doesn't get violent, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. all in favor of that. But the other thing is that if you start mandating all kinds of things, you have to remember, whenever you have a mandate or a law, even by our elected officials, what you do is you define a criminal class immediately. Right, okay? right. Just by the fact that there's a law on something, you define that. Now, when that happens, you're also going to get unintended consequences. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. You're going to get bogus passports. You're going mm-hmm. to get bogus uh, immunization cards. And you're going to get bogus uh, vaccines. Because mm-hmm. the vaccines look like water. Yeah. And I know for a fact, because you can go, I don't go on it, but the, you can go on the dark web, I'm told. Mm-hmm. And you can get all kinds it's of fake dark. cards. Passports yeah. and everything, yep. and the vaccines use some tap water, and some you know unscrupulous person is going to try to make some money right now. You know, yeah, but but so, but we, I mean, we're getting vaccines right now from state governments, county governments. I mean, they're not they're not buying they're not well, buying ten thousand shipments of it's, tap water. It's creating a uh, it's creating a, a it creates market. a market. That's uh, correct. Uh, yeah, uh, Doc. What I'm taking from this is we are all screwed. This is bad. Mm-mm. We're in big trouble. Uh, I think we try to do the best we can. I yeah. think that, yeah, that we do, you know, follow common sense on things. I am in favor of the vaccines. I told you that before. Yep. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, there, because of the variants, of which there are actually uh, <laughs> hundreds of variants, okay? Mm-hmm. But there are something like uh, 8 or 10 or 12 of interest. And there are about, I think, 3 or 4 that are seriously looked at. And the one now we're talking about is the Delta variant. I had somebody uh, uh, ask me or, or say that uh, with the tests there, that they're not testing for Delta variant. So, you know, if you get a PCR test that's negative, well, they didn't test for Delta variant. Well, they're two different things. The PCR test determines whether or not you have the SARS-CoV-2 or the, or the COVID virus. Right, right. right. Delta variant is a specialized test to see if there's been a genetic variation in that COVID. So, for example, if the PCR test determines whether you're a human or a gorilla or a chimpanzee or, or a camel, right? okay, you find out you're human, well, the Delta genetic test 
determines whether you are French or Italian or uh, Chinese. Okay, right. So there are okay, two different so tests. Two different <clears throat> kinds of tests there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, at the end of the day, uh, you you believe masks do, and and through research, through your medical profession, you believe masks do help. Depends on the mask on there. Right, um, right. Uh, Bandanas, not so much. <laughs> yeah, uh, the ones they're looking at the, are the, the high-blocking uh, ones. There's an FFP3 mask, which is worldwide. It's similar to the N95 mask. Yep. Those things are great, unless you have a bubble with a respirator there. Uh, those things are the ones that should be used in the hospitals there. And they have to be fitted properly so you don't get a leak. Right. Uh, the other like the surgical mask, uh, they provide very little protection unless you're symptomatic. Uh, the other ones with the cloth uh, really show almost no effect at all. And then finally, you got to ask the question, other than the masks being of the type they are, how well they're fit, question is, like, how often are they changed? Right, okay? right. And so forth. There. And what are the other consequences, of which there are many, you know? It's interesting that, I, uh, again, I was reading uh, one of my favorite medical journals. Here's the Wall Street Journal. And, uh, you know, they said that, uh, what is it, uh, $42 billion for the National Health uh, Institute of Health, or NIH, $42 billion uh, in their budget for research, spent on research in 2020. Less than 2% went to COVID clinical research, and not a single grant was dedicated to studying masks in children. So where's the science there, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, we've been, uh, people have been saying we should have masks since the 14th century. You know, I think it's like if it's raining outside, probably an umbrella and a raincoat would be a good idea. But if you don't have really hard data, what do you do? Well, I don't think, you know, for the most part, wearing a mask is too difficult. However, in the debate, I think there should be options. And that's where I think the debate needs to go. Um, just like with flu, there are people who didn't, uh, healthcare workers did not want to get the flu vaccine. Right. So right. what did they do? They had to wear masks. Right. Same thing. Where is it? In some place there? Well, maybe it's Florida. Um, you know, with the governor there, you know, saying no mandates on things. But children, uh, parents were allowed to take their kids to other private schools or homeschooling if they wanted to. That there is a choice on there. Well, and I think the the, uh, the mask uh, issue, uh, the mask, uh, the order by the governor to prevent mask mandates has been um, has been held up in court, and schools are now allowed at this point to offer the mandate in in Florida right now. Same thing with the cruise lines. Uh, he tried to stop the cruise lines, and uh, that right. was overturned by the by the courts. But uh, you're right, and the question is, will there be options for uh, for people? Um, I, I don't know what, all I know is this is getting heated to the point where it's, it's getting a bit on the dangerous side. And it is. I think we all got to take a deep breath here and whether you're wearing a mask or not, you can still breathe in. Take it, <laughs> take, take, take a message up, take you a know, uh, deep breath and let's relax here yeah. a little bit. You know, uh, medications like remdesivir that were touted last year as being yeah. the great thing. Well, that's gone to the dustbin and so mm -hmm. many other things. Yeah. You know, if some of the uh, CDC people would watch uh, Dr. Oz, he had a recent program in which uh, they are studying the use of colchicine, mm -hmm. which is a drug for gout. Yep. Uh, also, oxamine, which is an antidepressant drug. 
and also ivermectin, which is an anti-parasite and anti-malarial drug, uh, that studies are being done on that to see how effective those are against the uh, COVID virus. Right. But you're not seeing a lot of uh, play on that. Everybody's talking about the monoclonal antibodies, um, you know, and there's even a study there. It's called Solidarity Plus, in which they're looking at a uh, uh, an anti-malarial injection, uh, <clears throat> not hydroxychloroquine or plaquenil, yeah. uh, but another drug there. Uh, it's uh, uh, artesanate, I think it's called. Yeah, and then other monoclonal antibodies. So the public is quite skeptic. They're saying, wait a second, okay, you're studying those things, but what about these other drugs that actually are out there in the world? So in other words, again, I'm saying the science is not being followed. I think a lot of it is being politically driven, and people in the United States who, you know, they see that, and but what happens are a lot of skeptical people. Yeah, all of a sudden people uh, people begin to uh, get suspicious. Doc, we uh, you have one more. Okay, just one yep. more. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I remember there was uh, when this first came out. There was a lot of talk about does the sun kill the virus? Does the virus uh, what uh, what makes it grow? The spread and, and we saw it again this summer where cases basically evaporated. I mean, we really had nothing. There was a couple cases, and then all of a sudden it comes back with a punch. How much does our weather and the humidity do you do you think that that plays a role, or is that just coincidental? You know, I think it does. I think that's the same thing like with climate change. You know, we think it's all due to our gas-powered cars there. Maybe it has more to do with tectonic plates and the magnetic pole shifting and solar winds. So when you're talking about an environmental thing like a virus, the COVID virus, uh, I'm sure there are many reasons why uh, the virus is uh, is not replicated. Yeah. It could have to do with the sun and uh, production of vitamin D in our skin. It could be that people are outdoors more often and breathing fresh air instead of being in uh, confined spaces like we think with things like uh, influenza uh, virus. Uh, so, yes, I do think there are other things. Yeah. Well, you know, at the Falcon Clinic, we have those ultraviolet lamps, and they're, they're not yep. the tanning lamps. They have a special wavelength. We've been using them since April of last year. So not only sanitizing, but we burn the air and, and uh, with the uh, ultraviolet wavelength special wavelength. And I'm seeing in my dentist's office and a lot of other doctors' places, they're finally starting to use that as well. Uh, good stuff, Doc. We appreciate it. Dr. Shemaleski, uh, great insight with all of this that's going on. The Falcon Clinic is in Washington Mills, and we appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. You have a great day. Stay safe and healthy. Yep, you do the same.